Hello everyone and welcome as usual to another episode of Everyday Black History. Hopefully you all are having a great day so far and a great start to your week. And now we're just going to get into a little bit of black history as we do here on Everyday Black History. And we're going to be highlighting a man today who was an inventor by the name of Henry Sampson. And Henry Sampson, born in Jackson, Mississippi in 1934, was an inventor who uh, received a few patents. And he's uh, known for creating the gamma electric cellar device with the main goal of generating auxiliary power from the shielding of a nuclear reactor. He uh, um, was a, uh, a, a nuclear engineer. And uh, just a little bit of background information on him. He graduated in 1951 from the uh, Lanier High School in Jackson, Mississippi. And um, after uh, high school, he uh, received his education, first starting in, at the HBCU, Morehouse College in Atlanta. Um, he started there before he transferred to, to Purdue, Purdue University. Um, in Indiana, where he received his uh, bachelor's degree in chemical engineering in 1956, um, as well becoming a member of one of the uh, black fraternities, Omega Psi Phi, while he was at Purdue. He uh, graduated with a Master of Science in um, Engineering from, the U- from UCLA in uh, 1961, and he received a- another Master's in Nuclear Engineering from the University of Illinois Urbania uh, Campaign in uh, 1965 and uh, a couple of years later in 1967 he received his PhD from uh, that same university uh, which made him the first black American to earn a PhD in nuclear engineering in the United States. Now between all that education he even uh, found time to join the Navy from 1962 to 64 and um, after that he was even employed um, as a research chemical engineer at the Naval Air Weapons Station, um, uh, China Lake, uh, the U.S. Naval Weapons Center in China Lake, California. And um, he was employed in the uh, uh, area of uh, high-energy en- high solid propellants and case bonding materials for solid rocket motors. Um, he also served as the Director of Mission Development and Operations of the Space Test Program at the Aerospace Corporation, which is in uh, California. So. Uh, in between all that education, uh, double masters, a PhD, uh, he uh, still managed to uh, join the Navy as well as work in um, different fields um, uh, involving uh, nuclear engineering. Now, as we mentioned, he received a few patents. Um, his patents included a, a binder system for propellants and explosives and a case bonding system for cast composite propellants, which are inventions inventions that are related to solid rocket motors, as we mentioned before. And on uh, July 6, 1971, he, along with another um, physicist, uh, George, a- George H. Miley, um, received the patent for uh, a, a gamma electric cell, which we spoke about earlier, which is a device that produces a high voltage from radiation sources. Um, uh, mostly gamma radiation with uh, with the goal of generating auxiliary power from the shielding of a nuclear radi- uh, reactor. So uh, the patent um, cites the cell's function as a detector with self-power and construction costs 
advantages over previous detectors. So it was a, a way um, for nu- uh, to for nuclear energy, a different way for nuclear energy. Um, as well as being an inventor, also um, we should note that he was also a uh, a uh, film historian. He actually wrote a few books um, on it. Uh, one being uh, Blacks in Black and White, a source book on black films, and that examines um, the often overlooked uh, black American filmmakers from the uh, first half of the 20th century. There were there were black filmmakers, believe it or not. It's just you know a lot of them were overlooked. And so this book that he wrote, Black, Blacks in Black and White, um, talks about those filmmakers. He also wrote The Ghost Walks, a chronological history of blacks in show business from the years 1865 to 1910, which no doubt is an interesting read to find out all those black um, you know, actors or, you know, um, or filmmakers or, or vaudeville actors that you know, we might not have ever heard of, you know. Uh, he actually produced, um, he, Henry Sampson also produced a couple of documentary films on um, black American filmmakers. He published uh, Singing on the Ether Waves, a, chronicle, a chronological history of African Americans in radio and television program. Um, and this was published in 2005. And that book covers the years between 1925 and 1955 of African Americans in radio and TV programming. Um, and he even donated his considerable collection of film memorabilia to Jackson State University in, in 2011. And it's housed in the H.T. Uh, Sampson Library, which was named after his father, Henry T. Sampson Sr., who was the former executive dean of Jackson State University. Now, Henry Sampson was um, awarded uh, many honors throughout his career. Uh, but from 67, from 64 to 67, he was the recipient of the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission Award for excellent service at the U.S. Naval Weapons Center. He was also awarded the Black Image Award uh, for the from the Aerospace Corporation in 1982. He was awarded uh, the Blacks in Engineering Applied Science Award um, and a prize for education by the L.A. Council of Black Professional Engineers in 1983. He was also associated with the board of directors of the uh, Los Angeles Southwest College Foundation and was a consultant, technical consultant, to the Historical Black Colleges and Universities program. So uh, his uh, legacy still lives on today. He died on June 4th, 2015 in uh, Stockton, California. But um, as we mentioned, his legacy still lives on today um, as, you know, being one of the, as being the first um, black American to receive a PhD in nuclear engineering and, you know, uh, you know, being an inventor and also contributing to inventions as well and um, a film historian and, and the honors that he received throughout his career. His legacy definitely still lives on today. And Henry Sampson, we thank you for your contribution to black history and black culture and we salute you. Um, that concludes this episode of Everyday Black History. Uh, we'll definitely be him coming at you again as we usually do with more um you know uh, um, a black history that you know many many of us don't know about or hear about just because it's not taught in schools it's not you know visible to us you have to actually go and find it and research it but you know that's what we're here for we're here to continue to um you know, uh, talk, you know, talk about, you know, black people who contributed so much to not just black history and black culture, but also just history and culture as a whole. 
So uh, that concludes this episode, and uh, we'll be coming at you soon. And stay tuned for the next one.